Welcome to Shady Pines, an afterthought media podcast on which gay men discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 6, titled Big Daddy's Little Lady. First, from show business, please say, uh, please tell me how you feel, to uh, Adam Salandra. Adam Salandra, how do you, tell me how you Hi. feel. I feel I'm a little hungry, and I'm very happy to be here. Taylor, he didn't I know, pick I'm... it up. Taylor didn't pick it up. <laughs> And from the podcast, I knew, I knew I, I, all that I knew was that I was missing something, but that was mm-hmm. as far as I. You really don't know what you're missing, Mm-mm. Taylor. I don't you know what he's missing either. Yes. Okay, you know what? I was going to save this for a little later in the show, but we're going to play a game. Name, okay. name the singer. Name the singer. to say what I feel Miami has so much appeal Yeah, that is Alaska It is Alaska, wow Yeah, A great place to get a seafood meal oh, And now I know what I missed oh, okay. Miami Anyway, yes, thank you Alaska That's the song from this episode I don't know, we'll discuss later We have to banter a little bit here But uh, we can talk about this later <laughs> That's an iconic moment from the episode on the show, but is the whole show iconic? We'll talk about it after we go over. But Taylor, how you know it's been a week since you were here. How has your week been? It's it's there's been a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I've 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 been on my phone. Mm-hmm. I've I've moved some things on my desk. Mm-hmm. I I looked out the window at one point. It's it's been mm-hmm. it's been a tumultuous seven days. Mm-hmm. You've been through a lot. Yeah. yeah. Now, now Adam Adam can't hear you, Taylor. I have the ability to make people not hear you. But based on last week, I forgot to call you in the past week. How would you think? How do you think Adam's doing? And be honest, he can't hear you. It's like those old quiz shows where he's. Oh, really? Yeah, that's. Uh, What's he saying? No, it's. Oh, it's he's, he's asking it's, what. It's, he's, it's he's, asking what he's asking it's what. Not, he's asking But this is only episode six, so you've still got you've got time to like change him enough for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. so that he's not. It's yeah. it's your. Well, he, he, he gains suspicion. He gains suspicion. No. Anyway, what oh, is, hi, Adam. How's care. it going? How have you been? Star. I'm the star. <laughs> hi, how are you? <laughs> so, no. No, you know, oh, Adam can't hear. Let me, turn the, let me turn the microphone back on. Okay. Okay. Hey, Adam, oh, what's going finally. on? Hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> you know, Adam lives in uh, West Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, you don't say. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> But that that does lead to a good question, Taylor. I have been in your Byzantine apartment complex, Adam. Um, oh, oh my gosh! I have big news. Oh, oh where yeah. is it? Yeah, where is it? Oh, here your it big is. daddy has something to tell us. <laughs> oh, okay. that is big news. That is that is big my, news. My my urine bottle came in. 
I remember I was talking about how it's angled so you can put your schwanz in. Right. Yeah. You know, so it makes it a lot it easier. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Great. yeah. So this is guys for, for people who are listening. Now, Taylor, um, when you were in the hospital getting your wound, you know what's weird? You might be thinking, Adam, why did Taylor have a wound? Did something happen? Oh. No, he went to the hospital to get said wound so that Bob Blue can have an extra hold of fuck. Anyway, yes. uh, okay. when you were in there getting your um your extra, I, would you ever do that? Actually, because I thought about that. Would they get an do, extra wound? Well, to not have get my an, husband so, sort of, sort of, sort of. I don't want to. I, I like having my penis. Okay. Uh huh. Right. Hear me out. Okay. I like having my penis. But I wouldn't mind then, like, using my taint or maybe part of my st- stomach to add a vagina. Like, I'd want another thing. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and not leave you hanging here and say I'd be interested in that. Oh, you see? If you got to keep, if you got to. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of real estate down there, though. I mean, you'd have to, I mean, would you keep your balls? So yeah, yeah, like yeah, your, yeah. Your penis mm-hmm. and testicles, mm-hmm. and then you've also, but you that little area in between. Yeah. Well, extra that tight. Would ha- if it's that, it would have to be. Uh, you, yeah, that'd be extra tight. No, no, so but that you would know make what? You really popular. No, no, look. I, now, Adam, I don't know about him. I'm only seen him from the waist up. But um, I have a lot of butt. Okay. Okay. I would. They could put it in the side of my butt. It's just a pocket. We're essentially just putting a pocket. Okay. So like on your saddlebag? Sure. Like yeah, under yeah, a saddlebag yeah. sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send up. I'll what if you up. could use it as a pocket though too? <laughs> when you're not in the use that now that would become in handy. Yeah, like yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Like a, right, a place like, to call like your right sunglasses. Yes. Yeah, right oh yeah, here. look, you got you've already picked out the spot. It's yeah, great. right there. For your phone. My phone? So, yeah, exactly. Um, I'd say it has multiple purposes. All the cocaine mm-hmm. that I'm smuggling around the country. <laughs> also a perfect spot. Yeah, also a perfect spot. And then if the guy uh if the if the if the TSA man uh, or woman depends on what she swings uh, sure. finds it, I could be like, I'll let you have a go at it. If, <laughs> if you let me keep my coke in there, yeah, let me, yeah. Come on. We, we could do we could uh, hit some of that booger sugar and go to town. Mm. You know, well, come, yeah, but, but the goodie they just undo the bag and just sprinkle a little of the booger sugar in there, and then you get the automatic. The immediate high. That's the part. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Adam, you live in West Hollywood. Is it is Taylor? Does that work? <laughs> what was the plan? Getting high through your penis? No, sure. getting high through your through your vaginal walls. Your makeshift modified vaginal walls. If somebody sprinkled a little bit of cocaine in there, mm-hmm. would that get you high quicker? Sure. You know, there's only one way to find out, and that is get the surgery and shove cocaine in there and tell us. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Joe has a goal now for next year. Oh, any hole is a goal. Any mm-hmm. hole is a goal, <laughs> especially uh, a new, a newly created one. A newly created showroom new. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he gets to he gets to be the one to to pull the plastic seal off of it and then just sprinkle oh, a little bit of cocaine. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. if you could have anyone sprink rip off the plastic and sprinkle some cocaine in your newly created <laughs> vagina in your saddlebag, mm-hmm. any person <laughs> living or dead. Who would you want to sprinkle cocaine into your new into your new into saddlebag my, vagina? My yes, vagina? it's yours. Yeah. Well, Adam and I aren't having them. You're the one who's going to have this saddlebag vagina. Yeah, yeah. that is true. So, mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joel Gray. Joel Gray of Cabaret. Yeah, that's what I want. I want Joel Gray to be like, 
Willkommen, Puttenkorken in you. Oh, he's welcome you to your new life. Yeah. That's actually perfect. <laughs> Sprinkling some book of sugar on your <laughs> labias minor and majora. <laughs> Kluklish, so saying, vagina today. Like, I'm going to sing the whole song, but, uh, yeah, yeah. to think you thought you ruined the joke and then there yeah, was a whole no, song. No, no, I know he kind of ruined the joke. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar winner, father of Jennifer Grey. Yes. Dirty Dancing. And her original wow. nose. And her original nose. Sure. Yes. May it rest. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Adam, what have you done the past week besides uh, admire my fake vagina? Well, no, that'll be this upcoming week. Now that I'm, now that I know that it's I'm manifesting it into existence the past week, uh, you know, not a lot. Just let's say prepping for Halloween. Wait, Which wait, is also wait, not true wait. because nothing's happening. Yeah, what are you going to do for Halloween? Nothing, but I'm going to do it. Uh, By the way, you know what? Now that I think about it, though, your apartment building would be the scariest place to go trick-or-treat. It looks like you're in The Shining. When I was going to your apartment, I was expecting two little girls in matching blue and white dresses to just be standing there. Sure. Which well, is weird because I was, I, riding a, I was riding a tricycle. Yeah, uh, well, that but, was weird. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, from the from the start, no uh, horror, not comedy. Joe <laughs> on a tricycle, that is comedy. <laughs> well, they would go, "Where's the bike?" <laughs> and I'd be in my fake vagina. vagina. Yeah, ah, oh, there it is. We were both in the there same place. You know, we're not going to be able to top that. So why don't we use that moment? Take a break. We'll be back right after this. into the episode i'm not in line there are a ton of references on this episode and we're gonna have a lot i mean it's gonna be insane all right blanche gets a visit from her father who's yet uh, who has yet another secret to tell her if you remember he was on before and decided he sold everything to become a country singer he is engaged to the widow spencer blanche's excitement ends fairly quickly when we learn that the widow spencer is younger than blanche Convinced that Margaret Spencer is a gold digger, Blanche urges Big Daddy to call off the wedding. Uh, Big Daddy instead storms off with the widow Spencer in tow. Later, Blanche speaks to Big Daddy and finds out that Margaret is a widow herself and the two found a connection and really love each other. Blanche apologizes and gives Big Daddy and Margaret her blessing. Meanwhile, Rose and Dorothy enter a songwriting contest about Miami after several tries an offhand comment by Blanche gives them the inspiration the girls need. After coming in second, Dorothy and Rose return home disappointed, but sing the song to close out the show. Taylor, you're a special guest today. What were your uh, general overall thoughts about the episode? Well, I will say that I watched this right after the last episode, which I said was a perfect episode. And mm-hmm. while there are some very funny parts to this, it doesn't it didn't feel as strong to me which mm-hmm. that was that was a tough act to follow the, yeah. the last episode um but i also feel like this is i don't remember all of um the episodes mm-hmm. of season 1 but it feels like this is yet another example of a pattern of where blanche has a relative come to visit her the relative is not what blanche expects blanche throws a hissy fit the person storms off Blanche learns something about herself and then everything's fine at the end, mm-hmm. which it's very, we, we see this with Clayton. 
we saw this we saw this with her uh, sister with the kidney, Virginia with her kidney. Um, oh, I feel like we saw this with the grandson, daughter. and you know, even even uh, yeah, with the with the father last time, where he came in and said he was going to be a country star. There's just a lot of this. I feel like we've seen this before, and we're going to see it multiple times in the future as well. Um, the, the the there are definitely the stronger of the two storylines is the is the songwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some classic moments from that, particularly the first with the thrice and inner uterine mm-hmm. thing. That is, that is a very funny thing, which my husband laughed very loud when she said inner uterine. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there's some good moments in that, but it's not, it's, it's not one of my favorites, mm-hmm. but any day where you get to watch a golden girls episode is still a pretty good day. Yeah, that's true. What do you what do you think there, Adam? What do you know? You are the second chair. Oh, Taylor, by the way, quick question. I'm trying to convince this Adam. I think he and I should switch off first and second chair. Don't you? What do you think? I think Adam is do as much as I was joking earlier. I think Adam is doing a great job and he mm-hmm. seems to keep up with you really well. And I think that he would <laughs> Have you seen do run? really, really well as first chair. Oh, but he wow. also says keep uh, my boundaries. So I'm yes. not sure which to choose. No, but, but that's just it. You have to keep your boundaries while you're first chair because he's uh-huh. gonna, she's going to steamroller over you <laughs> at various points. And you have to say, no, this is my week. Down, this week. down, down. Great. And then you have to shake a can of pennies at her. And then she backs <laughs> up a little bit. And then you just get to run the show. Okay, good. I'm ready. Taylor, kiss my fake vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different uh, sitcom. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was really weird that Alice did that. You know, where Alice ha- that um, Flo would say, "Mel, eat my pussy," which I thought was weird. <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which I thought that was, was a really different time. Weird, it was a weird cat. Well, they got a lot. They got away with a lot in the seventies. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Linda Lavin would just be like, "Oh." Vera you know? <laughs> would throw straws everywhere. Every time she was <laughs> Well, yeah, they remember Mel would just so stow it up your fucking cunt, bitch. Remember? And we were like, what is going on on this show? Did you ever watch Alice, Adam? No. You have no idea what we're talking about, do you? Do you have any idea what we're talking about? Well, I thought I did it first. And then as it continued, I was like, oh, I should exclude myself from this conversation. Because I, I thought you meant Alice from the Brady Bunch. So I was at least no. going older. <laughs> I mean, I tried. Uh, no, there was a TV show called Alice, which I'll actually I'll 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 relate it to the Golden Girls. There was a character on there named Flo, and she was very popular. And she uh, had a catchphrase where she would tell her boss to kiss my grits. Okay, yeah. That woman that played the actress Polly Holiday, who played Flo, was on Golden Girls season one. She played Rose's blind sister. Oh, sure. There yes. You go. So. By the way, I just listened to that episode of Shady Pines literally yesterday where you guys oh, were talking about that. Yeah. So Polly uh, Holiday. Polly Holiday, who was also in Gremlins. She was the mean old lady in Gremlins. Yeah. Um, so there it's you on go. the electric chair. Oh, he's got a look on his face. You have seen Gremlins, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I don't remember I don't remember her. How old are you? 36. Okay. All right. Oh, you look good for 36. Oh, thank you. Hmm. That, yeah, that was a compliment. That was a compliment. I meant as a compliment. Uh, wait, Adam, did you give your general thoughts on the episode? Um, 
don't no. think so. Here's what I'll say is that I, I since I've seen all of them so many times, but throughout my life, I sort of judge it based on, oh, this is this is one that's stayed in my catalog. And so for me, everything about the song, except for when you just cued me up for a joke at the beginning, is like in my head. But all the Big Daddy stuff, of course, I remember that happening. But I totally agree. This episode is about the B plot with the mm-hmm. Miami song. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's, which is funny because that what what's funny is uh, because of the B storyline, um, a lot of drag queens do this show, which is funny because the show itself, the the A storyline, the main storyline, the main plotline isn't that great. Um, sure. But no, they it's do cookie it cutter. Lot. It's very cookie cutter. So, um, but they do it often. It's often done in. Uh, uh, drag performances of the Golden Girls, and so, um, but I think it's because of that B story because they want to sing that song. It's 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 sort of an iconic song. Uh, okay, so um, let you know my general thoughts are the episode's fine. I actually think it's a very pleasant episode. You know, sometimes those Blanche storylines, and as we'll see in future episodes, I started watching the next episode. There are a lot of episodes of you know the kids coming and they, the, the girls are constantly contradicting themselves. You know, um, for sure. And, uh, and so, but those, those comfortable, those plot lines, I felt, I find them very comforting and very comfortable. And so, um, I don't think I mind it. It, well, the whole thing, the whole thing, I mean, you, you kind of definitely live in this world of where logic does not apply to to this landscape well you were talking about the repeated plot it's literally the same beats as him being a country singer where it's <laughs> he it is he comes yeah. makes his revelation she calls him an old fool i think in both yeah. episodes he goes to his hotel room well in the other one he goes to the country he goes to the bar she goes yeah. there to yell at him some more and when she gets there he says some story to her that in all of a sudden she changes her mind and she's they're made up. I mean, it's the same thing yeah. with the country singer, but he told her about the mom dying, and the, same thing, the mom dying here too. He's right. going to get away with a lot, actually. How old is the widow Spencer? Because the way the eighties were styled, I I had no. That's guess. a good question. Yeah. Let me. Why don't we go off? Why don't we go off the actress's age at that time? Would that sound fair? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me look up. Sounds good. Uh, her name was Sandra Curry. Well, she's supposed to be lovely. Don't she, tell us yet. Don't okay, tell us. Don't tell you left. Okay, I actually is. know her age right now. Okay, I am going to say her age was probably, in real life, she was probably like 35. Okay. Adam? I will say, I'm, now I feel that's true, but I'm going to say 40. But I felt older while watching, I have to say. Yeah. The actual age. Are we going off prices right rules here? Like without going over? Yeah, might as well. Without going over. Yeah. She was 39. Ah, I win. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was 39. I think Adam froze or he's just stunned. He is silent. stunned. He is so stunned that she was 39. You know what's so funny, Taylor, is look at how he's frozen. If mm-hmm. I were, he looks like, uh, like I would put that on my Instagram photo. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If, no. If it w- if I was frozen, I would look like Right. No, that's always where I've got one eye open and mm-hmm. a little bit of like a weird little spit bubble on the one yeah. side. But he teats with the with the chiseled chin yeah. and and the and the one, you know, 
schoolboy fl- curl of hair on yeah. the one side. Mm-hmm. So, and just, you know, with, with the shoulders that, that are symmetrical and go down at just the right angle of the yeah. picture. Yeah. 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 No, no. The more I look at this frozen picture, the more I kind of hate Adam. <laughs> now, by the way, until he comes back, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, let me ask the question. Let's, let's go with the theme here. Oh, he'll, he'll come back. He left. He realized his internet was shit. Um, mm-hmm. Is it, you know what's so funny is the point of this was to talk about this because I don't think Adam knows this, but um, what are your? Th- I was going to talk about Dayton Aiden, but what are your thoughts on big age differences and whatnot? Well, I mean, you've got my dad was married to a woman who was my age, so that oh, was okay. a yeah. She was slightly well, she is slightly older than me, and I remember when he called to let me know that he was he had met somebody after my parents' divorce was official and. Mm-hmm. He had had a couple of girlfriends and stuff, but I remember I was in my then house that I was renting, mm-hmm. and he said, I met somebody. He said, but mm-hmm. she's a little young. And I went, okay, well, what's a little young? And he said, she's 28. And at that point, my dad was 46. Um, so I kind of went, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my Wait, so your dad was, was only not- 18 when you were born? No, I was 26. She was oh. 28. She's, oh, yeah. she's two years older than me, but okay, she's yeah. – we we pretty much like we were in high school at the same mm-hmm. time together. Yeah. So no, my parents were both twenty when I was born, um, and I just you know I, I was more concerned for my sister because mm-hmm. my sister was very close to my dad and how she would take it. Mm-hmm. And there were definite times that I feel like my sister had a moment similar to Blanche over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were married for they were married up until he died. Uh, sixteen years later. So they were they were together for a long time, and she was she was always really good to him, and he he loved her, and I have a little sister out of it, so it's you know sometimes how it does, works. How does your sister get along with her now? They get along really well. They do get mm-hmm. a lot. They eventually kind of worked through a lot of their stuff, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they they do get along now. There were there have been I have stories that I'm not going to share on the podcast. Yeah. Some of my favorite stories about the two of them and how they get along are mm-hmm. are particularly you know juicy, but it's they're pretty good. But mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're doing really well now because ultimately we all, you know, my my sister, my, my sister who shares i share the same parents with mm-hmm. um we want to support my little sister my half sister who's mm-hmm. 18 and she just started college and um you know mm-hmm. so we want to be there to support her and we also know that that involves being friends with her mom mm-hmm. who continues to check in on us when i was sick a couple of years ago she's a nurse mm-hmm. and she was very much of the you know giving me information and wanting wanting to be there for me so i mm-hmm. i love her I, it's weird to call her my stepmom though, because she's so close to aging me. So I usually just say my dad's wife. Oh, because she's so close. It's weird for you. I, I could see that being a weird thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, hi Adam. How are you doing? Uh, hi. Apologies. I'm great now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I have a quick question. Sure. I was. It, it for me. It cut out right as you were about to say her age, and I. So I don't know. Still. Oh, I, oh so I, I, I thought I, you were being super relive, suspenseful. I get to relive the moment all over again. Joe, oh, would you please share well, her there age? You go. 39. Wow. Without yeah. going over. And I pushed yeah. for those prices right yeah. rules. Yeah. Yep. You sure did. Yep. But she wow. does not look 39. No, she doesn't. She looks, no. She looks older. Yes. So, I guess young. I don't know why. I, I asked the question because I thought. Exactly. 
but still a significant age yeah. difference. Now, let me ask you this, Adam, what are your thoughts on May, December romances? I, I have zero judgment for other people doing them, but mm-hmm. I, someone once said to me, and I think it sort of make like it really stuck with me is that when people are experiencing such different uh, chapters of their lives, it's hard to be able to enjoy sharing those chapters, going through those chapters together, because for one, it's like, okay, I've done this. And for the other there, they haven't done it and don't care. So that would be my concern for me. But I'd mm-hmm. say, you know, everybody do your thing. What's the age difference between you and your fiance? Yeah. A year. Oh, wow. So you guys are really close in age. What's the difference, the age difference between you and Babalu, Taylor? About, about two years. Anyway, uh, okay, so it's about two years. Okay, interesting. Who's older? You or I am. Oh, okay. I am. So I'll be uh, technically, technically, it will be three years in December because I'll be 48 and he's 45. Oh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Is that weird for you guys? Are you going through different stages of your life? Not together? You know, because yes. I was very judgy yes. about it. Well, considering um, this week he was super excited to get the Mario Kart remote control thing for the Switch. <laughs> and literally, there are times that I come out of the room and I hear it, like, zip, zipping around in the living room. <gasps> oh, wait, like, he, he, oh, wait. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about it. I've seen that advertising and whatnot. And I've thought, oh, I go, Babalu's so getting that. And he did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. The day it came out. The day it came out. And he was super excited because apparently it goes under our couch. Like it fits under our couch and he zooms it around and everything. And that's been where there are days where he's like, look, and points at the TV. And I have to look at it like I've, you know, then I have to remind him that he has social studies homework afterwards and he needs to put his toys away. (laughs) Like there's just sort of that. Here's the thing. I am not a fan of May, December romances. All right. Um... (laughs) For the, for the very reasons that Adam said, you know. So okay, if you weren't with your fiance, yeah, what is the oldest? You're 36. You had mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. So sure. what is the oldest you would think you would be be comfortable with, and the youngest you'd be comfortable with? Oh, that's a great question. Um, this is based on true numbers only because I am open to. Yeah, um, but I would just go within. Well, I was going to say ten years, but not younger. Older, yes, I would go within ten years. Forty six. Uh-huh. Younger, twenty eight. Because what what's happening before twenty eight is they have some things to figure out about themselves still, and I I don't have the time. So it wouldn't be ten years; it would be eight years. I guess in the, in this not, instance, not, yeah. not, not, not ten, but j- just eight. Just the extreme difference of eight versus ten. Honestly, I get what the point you're making, and I just <laughs> didn't realize I'm almost ten years older than twenty eight. Is really the shocking realization <laughs> I'm at. So you're right, <laughs> but like, but the point is, when I'm forty, thirty would be fine. Then we can get it back to the full ten. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going under twenty eight because they can't be trusted. Uh, oh, oh really? with themselves. Oh. I don't even mean cheating. I mean they just really? who are you? Let's, I didn't let's, know. let's unpack that. Let's unpack that. <laughs> Why would you say something like somebody couldn't be trusted under the age of twenty eight? Because I don't think I could have been. Oh. Who really, actually, Adam? It was just, it's just I, I've hurt myself too many times. I just know that every I've I've been with my fiance for ten years. Okay. But it wasn't until twenty eight that I was someone that I would want to date. I think he just put up with me for a few years and then we, um, that was it. I mean, he was younger too, so it was fine. But I just think, um, even now as I like make younger friends, 
I'm just like, okay, you're going through your things. Yeah. It's, a growth, it's a growing stage, especially yeah. for gay men. Maybe not so much now, but when you don't get to do it in high school and college, you have a lot of growing up to do in your 20s. Yeah. You're a man boy. You are a you're man, man you're boy. A man, you're a man child. And I need a boy man. So, oh, well, okay. I guess. Yeah. Or at the very least, a man with a vagina in his side. Oh, well. Uh, well, hey, I got news for you. Know you. <laughs> I'm not going to believe this. Yeah. Do we have a love connection right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Let's go over to references. Um, all right. We're going to play the game again. Are you ready? Great. That might be easy. That might be easy. Here we go, Adam. Rogers and Hammerstein. Sure. Yes. Um, they made musicals. They wrote musicals. That's right. Can you name two of those musicals? Mm-hmm. Um, the King and I. Yes. Is that one? Okay. I don't even know that one. I don't know why that was my first. And um, Hamilton. That's right. No, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, I know this isn't right, but I'm going to say because that's the only one I can think of right now, but Sound of Music. No, that is. Oh, that is. Oh, it is that. Okay. Oh, Wait. Oh, I really yeah, know yeah, Sound of Music 100% Rogers and Hammerstein. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay. There you go. All right. Simon and Garfunkel. Adam. Uh, 70s band duo, whatever you'd call them. I go sixties, but okay. I think they, when did they break up, Taylor? You might know. Sixties and early seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they did that big Central Park concert that was yeah. what, like eighty. Yeah. All right, Taylor. This is. I think you're going to go for. If he gets this, I'll be surprised. Yeah. Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. Sherry Lewis. Ducky me. Yeah, you always yeah. go first. Yeah, because he's he's. Oh, the, I know them better the, than any of them. That was. I the was going to say puppet, the little yeah. puppet. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yes. I, there was there was a TV show on PBS that was a, about his age, maybe a little bit. He might be a little bit old for it, but it was there yes. was they, it was like a kids show that was on like in the afternoons after school. Oh. This is the song that never ends. Never ends. Someone, yes. Yeah. Oh, all right, very good. Yeah, okay. Sherry Lou was the woman. Wow, and, three for and three today. Lamb chop was the puppet. All right, next. Ruthless people. The movie Ruthless people. I'm out. I have no idea. Big hit. Ruthless people. Ruthless People was a great movie, which I think was great. I had the VHS tape of this, mm-hmm. so that tells you how long ago it was. Though I'm wondering how if it holds up or not. And it starred Bette Midler and Danny oh. DeVito, mm-hmm. and yeah. they were a couple who was married. And um, Judge Reinhold and Helen Slater kidnap Bette Midler, thinking that Danny DeVito will pay the ransom. <laughs> And then he decides to not pay the ransom because he, he hates her yeah. and Bette Midler finds out about it. And then she works with Judge Reinhold and Helen Slater to get revenge on Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's, well, very that's good honestly something incredible. It is. It, it, is, it is. It was a huge hit. It was a huge hit. It was a huge hit. And it was in the beginning of when um, Touchstone Pictures was out. So it was in the 80s. And like Bette Midler was their big star. So that was when she did like Down and Out in Beverly Hills. And Ruthless People, and what was the one she did? Outrageous Fortune yeah. with Shelley Long. She did a bunch of those movies. Big Business. All through. <laughs> Big Business with, with Lily Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah. And it was all done under Touchstone Pictures, which was Disney, was owned by Disney, who also did Golden Girls. Because Golden Girls was done by Touchstone Media. Right. Wow. John so Derrick. John Derrick. It's, it's going to be a no for me. Taylor? John Derrick uh, was a 
director, wasn't he? Wasn't he like I a don't, director? I don't know like him as banging all these chicks. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He was just somebody that he was just kind of that stereotypical 70s Malibu. Just like he was just very much before he was always with younger women, which that's kind of where the joke comes from. Mm-hmm. So, well, here we go. Here are those younger women. Ursula Andrus. Adam. No, a younger woman named Ursula was a different time. Yeah. Taylor? And I don't know her. Ursula Andrus, what, the only thing I know her from, but I don't remember her name, was she was a Bond girl. Yeah, she in, was a Bond girl. Uh-huh. Uh, was Dr. No? Was that know. the one that she was a Bond girl? She was, she was a Bond girl in that. And she is the one who comes out of the water in the bikini in the one from the 60s that they based – like when Daniel Craig came out of the water, they talked about how he was sort of like, you know, it was the it was a complete 180 from Ursula Andrews coming out of the water. So she's very famous, has long black hair or long, very dark hair. And she comes out, I think, in a black bikini. Taylor will get mad at this one, I think. Linda Evans, Adam. No, actually, I do definitely, definitely know the name. No. Mm. <laughs> Linda Evans played Crystal Carrington on Dynasty. Oh, now listen, unfortunately, I'm not as familiar with Dynasty, but one thing I know is I would be obsessed with it if I did watch it. Yes, the original, I want to say the original Dynasty, I think is on Amazon Prime. Oh. So, and it's it's worth a watch. Oh, yes, I, I think I would be obsessed. Yes. Bo Derek. Adam. Yeah, but what, do, but what? Bo Derek, is she the one that was... The ten, yes, yes, very good. Uh, wow, yeah. very, very she good. Had the, she had the she had the cornrows. Yes, yes, amazing. Yeah, she was in a movie called Ten with Dudley Moore, and she was. Did she do anything else besides Ten Taylor? She was in a Tarzan movie. They did like a Tarzan movie in the eighties, and it was supposed to be her next big movie, and it was a huge flop. Okay, oh. very good. All right, this is a tough one. I th- I would be even impressed if Taylor knew this. Petticoat Junction, Adam, the television oh show gosh. Petticoat Junction. I, it, it's a show of some kind. I've, I've heard it all the time growing up from my dad, but mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Adam and Taylor? The Petticoat Junction was a sitcom from mm-hmm. the 60s that yeah. took place in a town called Petticoat Junction. Yeah. And it was very much that like kind of Beverly uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Well, the spinoff. Sort of, it, was it a spinoff? Yeah, the spinoff of the Beverly Hillbillies. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that explains why it felt very much like Beverly. But, the, but there were three girls on it that were sissy oh man Would you call me i remember because they used to sell a t-shirt in the 90s that had the names of the three sisters and one of the sisters name was sissy and there was a mm-hmm. a checkbox next to her name mm-hmm. so they like a lot of like the gay bookstores and stuff that you would go to to get like you know actual gay literature not porn mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was usually in the back mm-hmm. um and they sold the t-shirts that was a t-shirt it was like muffy buffy and sissy or muffy buffy and joe or something like that mm-hmm or Aunt Sissy. I don't know. The, the word sissy was involved in Petticoat Junction in some way. All right. And finally, and I know Taylor will know about this, Anita Bryant, Adam. Oh, I think Adam froze again. What's your uh, name? Well, I, did, oh, yeah, I missed it. What, no, no, no. no, no. Anita, Anita Bryant, Adam. Uh, another name I absolutely know, but no. I feel like this one's... And this one's tricky. More. It's definitely gay history important. Go ahead, Taylor. Yes. Anita Bryant was a yeah, singer. Yeah, this one, this one I, I knew to be feel bad. Right. She was a singer in the 60s that got involved with the anti-gay movement. Um, and 
ran a boycott against orange juice or yeah. something. There was something yeah, involving yeah, yeah. orange juice because she was based out of Florida and was very much involved with the um, the moral majority and worked to get uh, bills passed in Florida that did not, I believe, did not allow gay individuals to adopt. Yeah, she really hated um, the gays. She 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 is she was a very venomous figure in LGBTQ history, and the irony is has a gay son. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's their didn't son. Know that. I, didn't I, 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 allegedly, now that I say that out loud, but I feel like that eventually came out. There's a, she also was famously um, there is video of her getting a pie in the face when she is at one of these uh, things speaking engagements back in the sixties where somebody walks up with a pie full of whipped cream mm-hmm. and very three stooges esque hits her in the face with the pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all right. That's, that's what I knew actually. The mm-hmm. guest stars were uh, David Wayne as big daddy replacement. Cause the original big daddy died right after they uh, filmed the, la- the, the episode where he was a singer. Uh, and then we talked about Sandra Curry as the widow Spencer. Not much in the time capsule. The only thing I can tell you is it's aired on November 15th, 1986. And that's going to do it. You know, uh, Adam, you don't know this. But every time we end a run of shows with Taylor, I always sing a song. Is that true, Taylor? That's pretty pretty close to it, yeah. yeah. And um, this song I'm going to sing. It's for Taylor, Adam. But um, I think it will really capture how I feel and my moment. Here we go. I have to say what I feel (laughs) Miami has so much appeal A great place to have a seafood meal Miami Miami, Miami You've got style Sunshine, white sand by the mile. When you live in this town, each day is sublime. The coldest of winters are warm and divine. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Blue sky, sunshine, white sand by the mile. There's ball clubs and nightclubs all within reach. Samba till morning, then lie on the beach. Each view is a postcard, each day a great time. The cream of the crop, it's the top of the line. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Blue sky, sunshine, white sand by the mile. Miami. listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast.